You are listening to episode number 26 of the Body You Crave podcast, the one where we talk about how to not overdo it at Thanksgiving. I'm master at life and weight loss coach Jillian Lama, and you're listening to the Body You Crave podcast, where you'll learn how to end emotional eating, lose excess weight, and feel amazing in your body. No cheating required. Keep listening, and I'll show you how. Hey, happy week of Thanksgiving. I can't believe it's here already. We are already into the basically the last week of November and I'm so excited. It's such a fun week. Our tree is up. There may not be ornaments on it, but we are getting going. And I just have to brag on a few people right now because there are some incredible women doing some incredible things these days. So my sister just ran her second Spartan race in the last 30 days and she placed so well. She was in the top 6% of all women and the top 7% of her age group. So she placed eight out of 112 women in her age category, which is 30 to 34. So she did just phenomenal. I am so excited and so proud of her and the work that she's done and put in. And it's so funny too, because the very next day went and signed up for another race in May. These things are definitely fun and exciting. And I am so proud of her. And I'm also super proud of my best friend, Stephanie. And she finished the Dogwood Canyon 50K trail run. 50 kilometers. That is a crazy amount to be running. And I was actually joking with her because I used to be the big runner and she was like, oh, hell no, not unless something or someone is chasing me. And now our roles have reversed. Like over the last five years, I've tapered off and stopped running for the most part. And she has started running like incredible amounts. So I just I find it so inspiring and so amazing that they are doing such great things. And, and I just wanted to share with everybody so that we can celebrate them together. So being that it is the week of Thanksgiving, it is the perfect week to start talking about overdoing it, overeating, overdrinking, and how we get into this habit. Because with the month of November, I feel like we slide our way into the holidays and this kind of relaxed thinking about food and alcohol and, oh, a little won't hurt. We have new excuses and justifications, and so it just sounds a little bit different than what we might be experiencing throughout the rest of the year. And so weight loss around the holidays is no different than weight loss any other time of year. It's the same in April and May and June as it is in November and December and January. It's all exactly the same. The only difference is that we have slightly different thoughts, which means we have slightly different excuses and justifications. And being that Thanksgiving is considered this like overeating holiday. There's bragging rights. We joke about it. There are TV shows that talk about this that I remember on Friends where Joey went and got, I think it was Phoebe's stretchy maternity pants. I think I may have even mentioned this on the podcast before where it's just so common that it's an overeating holiday and we brag about how much we overeat or how full we are, how stuffed we are. And then we go and get dessert and then we keep drinking and then we keep doing these things. And I think a lot of articles out there are good intentioned. They don't hit the real root issue as to why we are overeating or why we are overdrinking. So a lot of times it'll tell you, we'll just avoid the thing that feels tempting. If that's tempting, if you tend to overeat, we'll just avoid it. Just get rid of the sweets. Don't be in the same room, out of sight, out of mind. We'll just don't hang out with people who drink. And we make it this all or nothing thing. And we give all of our power away to the food or to the alcohol. And we relinquish all of our uh, responsibility in the matter and we give it all to the food. 
And that's one of the core problems is that the food has no power over you. It just sits there. It does not call your name. It does not tempt you. It is literally just sitting there chilling on the table or the wine. It's just hanging out. It's just a glass on the table. It's just a bottle on the table. It does not impact you whatsoever. It cannot speak to you. And so we need to start to change the way that we talk about it because we need to recognize that we are 100% in control of this. And so around the holidays, when talking about the holiday weight gain and how do we avoid it, a lot of times people will tell you and they'll try to teach you the logistics. Well, put the food in a separate room. Just put all of the alcohol in the refrigerator so you can't see it. Fill up your plate halfway. Make sure that there's white space on your plate. Eat half and then wait 20 minutes before going back for more. And those aren't bad suggestions. By all means, let's start to look at what logistics we can put in place to help us to pause, to not overeat, to think through getting seconds, getting more food, continuing to eat. There's nothing wrong with that. But that is not the solution and it is not the problem. Food is not the problem, babe. You are. Just like I am the problem with my own overeating. Food was never my problem. It wasn't the protein bars. It wasn't the peanut butter. It wasn't the ice cream. It was me. I was the problem. And it was my thoughts, ultimately. Thoughts about food being good or bad, what I could and couldn't eat, what I should or shouldn't be eating, especially as a health coach, what I should and shouldn't be eating. I used to have a lot of like guilt and shame of who am I to be telling people what to eat when I'm eating ice cream almost every night. And it wasn't until I had a coach who told me people would love to hear that, that you don't have to give up your favorite foods and restrict and deprive. But because my approach and philosophy didn't fit into one of these buckets or it wasn't something that you could label, I had a really hard time sharing it. What is it? (laughs) What are the rules that you follow? And so that's why I give you some basic rules when it comes to weight loss in terms of let's drink water. Let's, you know, eat when we're hungry, stop when we're satisfied. But I don't give you rules in terms of what food you can and can't eat. So the food rules that we work on, because food rules are not bad in and of itself. A lot of us have adopted food rules that don't work for us long term. And what we need to do is to get into the habit of creating our own new food rules. So, for example, one of my rules is that I eat food off of a plate or out of a bowl. I don't eat it out of a bag. I don't eat standing in front of the refrigerator. I get whatever I need. I dirty a dish because that was always a thought like, why dirty another dish? As if it had any big, (laughs) big consequence. But it just led to me overeating more if I was snacking on nuts or chips or popcorn or even just simply grazing and picking food here and there. So we want to look at what food rules are we trying to adhere to that are creating this drive to just say, screw it, it's the holidays, I'm going to eat whatever I want. And that's often what happens is food rules and food being good or bad leads to this all or nothing approach. Because why keep punishing myself? Why keep restricting if I already had a piece of candy or if I already had a glass of wine? Might as well just make it four. Who cares? And so we just want to start to be onto ourselves and aware that the issue is not the food or the wine. It's how I'm thinking about it. It's what I'm telling myself is good or bad, what I can and can't do. I'll start again on Monday. I'll start again into the new year. Why bother? It's too hard to lose weight during the holidays but it tastes so good. A little won't hurt. I could just have a little bit. Or it might even be something like, oh, we only have this one time of year. So this is the one day that I just say, screw it. And I just eat whatever. 
or I eat it all. We have these ideas about what we can and can't eat throughout the rest of the year as if we can't make this food any time of year. Like I love making turkeys throughout the year. I love buying extra ones after they go on sale, freezing them, and then making one in April or July. (laughs) And I can make a ton of meat all at once and then use it in a bunch of different recipes. It's amazing. I love doing that. And there's nothing wrong with having a Thanksgiving-styled meal any other time of time of year. I can make the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, the green bean casserole. I will frequently do that because I love that food. I enjoy that. And when I allow myself to eat the food outside of this one day or this one time period, I now can release the binging because I have released the restriction. These two things go hand in hand. The more we restrict and tighten, the more we often binge and overeat and overdo it. So we want to look at what's going on in our world and in our life around food and around wine or alcohol. And then we also want to look at how am I feeling? What am I thinking? What are my thoughts about family members, about my life, my job, my spouse, my kids? How am I feeling? How am I doing? Right? Where am I feeling frustrated? Where am I bitter or resentful or overwhelmed or stressed or worried about what other people are going to think of me or say about me or all these other things? This is what also leads to emotional eating. We can be emotionally eating because of food rules and saying, yeah, screw it. Let's celebrate. Eat whatever we want. We can also be emotionally eating when we're worried, afraid, scared, anxious, lonely, bored, tired, stressed. Right? We, it can be positive or negative. Anytime we are trying to avoid emotions, usually they're negative emotions if we're trying to avoid them, or we're simply trying to seek positive emotions. We're trying to create a state change. We're trying to create a sense of relief or pleasure or joy or comfort. And we have simply learned, our brain has simply learned that food is the most rapid, reliable, and effective way of creating that sense of relief. Maybe it's wine. Maybe it's alcohol. For a lot of us, it can be food. And it's simply a habit. It's a habit that we learned. It's a habit that we picked up. And it's a habit that we can start to change and start to transform. But if you want to stop overdoing it at the holidays or at Thanksgiving, if you want to learn how to stop over drinking or overeating, we have to start by focusing on the real issue, which is never about the food. It's always going to come back to us. How do I take responsibility for this? How do I show up? Because I am the one who is making that decision to eat. The cookies over there, I can have one and stop. I might have a desire for more. I might have an urge for more. I might have this feeling and it maybe for me, it feels uncomfortable. And so I want more and I want to eat more in order to alleviate the discomfort of only having one. But I need to be aware of what am I telling myself? Am I missing out? What else am I saying about these things? How is this really impacting me? That's what I need to be aware and conscious of. So as we go into the holidays, it's not about eat this, not that, just throw everything out the window, start again in January. It's not about restriction. It's not about saying, oh, never can I ever, or I shouldn't be eating carbs, or I shouldn't be eating this, or I'll just give myself one day to indulge, or one cheat meal, or all of these different things. I don't know. We need to look long-term as to what is sustainable. What can I do for the rest of my life without hating my life? And really look at Are there things that I truly want to give up, that I truly want to be eating less of, or that I truly don't want to be eating at all? I've had clients who have different food allergies and sensitivities, different autoimmune diseases to where there are certain foods where they have decided, I just don't want to eat these foods because I don't like the way I feel when I do. And I'm choosing now not to eat them 
They're not throwing a little pity party for themselves saying, oh, I can't have that. I always think of uh, the show Modern Family. And they're like, oh, let me call you a wambulance. <laughs> I think it was Lily when she got to this preteen teenager phase and she was mocking her dads. It was so funny. But I always think of this now. Of, oh, let me call you a wambulance. <laughs> and sometimes I have to say that to myself because it's really it doesn't have to be a problem. Everything is a choice and I can choose to eat certain foods and pay the consequences, or I can choose to say no from a place of self-love, from a place of, I don't like that. I don't want it. I don't like the consequences of that. And I'm choosing no from a clean space, not feeling deprived or restricted. Really looking at how do I feel good in my body? Because let's be real, a lot of times we end up with Thanksgiving leftovers. And so we're eating like all throughout the weekend especially with when we're with family or friends or people where it's just like this big vacation, it gets blown out of proportion. So not only does Thanksgiving last for just a single day, we let it last and trail all throughout the weekend and then likely into December. Because we're like, yeah, screw it. I got these other holiday parties. I've got these other things. Why bother now? Let me just enjoy myself. Eat, drink, and be merry, and I'll start over in January. So when it comes to Thanksgiving and not overeating, not over drinking, all we have to do is be aware. We want to be aware of what are the past habits and patterns that have led to the overdoing it. What have been the situations? And then really get clear on what are the thoughts? Because we can blame the situations. If Aunt Betty wouldn't have made that pumpkin pie, if so-and-so wouldn't have been a bitch and said made that comment, I don't know. We are not blaming anyone else. We need to look at what are our thoughts about those circumstances. So we can look at the situations and the circumstances in order to find the patterns and in order to find our thoughts, but we are not blaming them for our overeating and our overdrinking. We also need to be aware of when people are pushing food on us, either, and most of the time I would say it's from a loving perspective. They love you. And so they want to give you, they want to love you with food. They want to love you and make sure that you've had enough, that you feel good and satisfied. And so they may encourage you to eat. There may be rules around you've got to clean your plate. If you go back for seconds, you have to eat all of it. There's a variety of different things that we come in with and that socially with our friends or our family group may also impact this feeling of, oh, I want to please them. I don't want to start an argument. I don't want to rock the boat. I just want to get them off my back. So I'm just going to eat some. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I should probably have a little. And that's not the way we need to do things. We need to have healthy boundaries. We need to feel okay saying no. And you need to be okay allowing other people to feel their feelings without taking responsibility for it. Right? Now, this doesn't mean that you have permission to show up and be a bitch and just be like, that's your problem. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying here. But when Aunt Betty gives you the pumpkin pie and you say, no, thank you, I'm, I'm satisfied. I'm going to have a different dessert. I really appreciate it, but no, thank you. She gets to think and feel whatever she wants. And that is for her to own. That is not your responsibility. That is not your jam, babe. You need to let that go. You cannot please everybody because even if you ate her pie, you still might do something else that would piss her off, that would make her upset, that would make her unhappy. Then maybe somebody else says no and she gets in a bad mood anyways. Right? You need to do what's good for you. And we need to look at how we take responsibility for our thoughts, our feelings, our actions, and we allow other people to take responsibility for their own thoughts and feelings and actions. 
And this sometimes drives my husband crazy because he'll be upset and I'm not upset about it. And I'm like, you are allowed to feel that way. I love you, but I'm not going to be upset. And he's, are you ignoring me? I'm not really ignoring him, but I'm ignoring his mood. I'm not letting his mood or his attitude impact me. And that can be upsetting for people. That's okay. Again, he gets to own his emotions. He gets to own his thoughts. I can't make him think or feel anything. All I can do is look at how am I showing up and doing what I can to create a happy, healthy, like enjoyable environment for my friends and for my family this holiday season. But I can't control everything. There's only so much that I can do. And what I can focus on, what I can own is how I show up, how I act, how I choose to feel on purpose, how I choose to think, how I choose to think about myself, about my family, about my friends, about my colleagues or my job or my work, especially for those of you who may be working on Thanksgiving or working the night before or the following day. How are you going to think about this? Are you, again, are you going to throw a pity party for yourself or are you going to show up differently? Are you going to show up with your, as your best self? This is how we go into the holidays and we really enjoy the time. We savor the holidays. There's nothing wrong with enjoying food and enjoying drinks. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this. But we don't want to make the sole source of our joy and pleasure on Thanksgiving Day be the food or be the wine. So if this is something that you struggle with, if you feel like you have a hard time around food rules, around all or nothing thinking, around emotions and people pleasing and what other people are going to think of you or what they're going to say or the comments that they make around holding space and holding boundaries for what you do and do not want to be eating, then come talk to me. Let's chat. You can set a free discovery call with me. You can schedule it at bodyyoucrave.com forward slash schedule. Find a time and a day on my calendar that works for you and let's talk through it. These are what these calls are designed to do is to help you work through and to get unstuck, to go through the holidays feeling good in your body, feeling good with your decisions and your choices. This is what the holidays are all about is really enjoying people, enjoying time, making memories, building bonds, building these relationships. This is what I think the holidays are about. And we can start to focus on that and loosen that death grip that we have around food and alcohol and beverages. And we can really focus on what's important. And let's learn how to savor the holidays. Let's savor these moments. Let's savor the memories. Let's savor these times and and these phases of life that we're in. Let's savor the family members that we're close to, the friends that we get to be near, the colleagues and coworkers that we'll be around. Let's savor this time. And let's also have some food that we like and that we enjoy. And we're going to eat it when we're hungry and we are going to stop it satisfied. And we're going to trust that's enough. And you can always make a plate to go. You can always have leftovers the next day. We can eat it all throughout the weekend if we want. There's nothing wrong with eating leftovers. I love me some leftovers. But the thing is, I'm going to eat when I'm hungry and stop at satisfied all the time. And I'm going to be very conscious and very aware. I'm going to look at how do I slow down my eating instead of scarfing it down. This is the habit that we want to get into. It's no different than any other time of year. The only difference is we have different thoughts. We have different people-pleasing tendencies that you might feel pressured in different ways. But it's just a different situation. A lot of times these are very similar thoughts around, I only get it once a year. I should have some. I don't want to hurt her feelings. A little bit won't hurt. I worked out really hard today. Or I've been working so hard this year. Or it's been a tough year. I deserve it. This is what we want to be on the lookout for. All right, cool. I'm going to try and wrap this up. 
early. <laughs> I know everyone has plans, big travel parties, events, all the things. So I hope everyone here in the U.S. has a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. And yeah, I can't wait to uh, come back. There's so much more good stuff to be talking about in December. Oh, and before I forget, handle or uh, savor the holidays. I'm doing three workshops next week. So Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, if you are listening to this in live time. So November 30th at 8 p.m. Eastern, Thursday, December 2nd at 2 p.m. and Saturday, December 4th at 10 a.m. I'm hosting a live workshop all about savor the, savoring the holidays. So really looking at how do we lose weight eating the foods we love even during the holidays. And so you'll have, you sign up once, you you can come to any or all of the workshops. It's all the same content pretty much. It's just offering different times to meet different needs. So if you have not yet signed up or registered for any of the previous workshops or challenges, make sure you get in there and register at bodyyoucrave.com forward slash holidays because we're going to talk about how do we finish December strong? How do we head into the new year feeling good about ourselves instead of feeling like crap and feeling bloated and our pants barely fitting, thinking we need another detox or a cleanse or we need to do the whole 30 or some super hard challenge in order to get us back on track. No, we don't need that. We don't have to let ourselves go. We don't have to fall off the wagon or rather jump off the wagon. We need to learn how to lose weight and maintain our weight loss throughout every phase of life, everything, regardless of what month it is. This will teach you how. All right, so make sure you, you sign up and join me all next week super excited. All right. Have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving. Here's to creating the body and life you love, especially during the holidays. If you like this episode, then you'll love my free virtual workshop, five keys to end emotional eating and lose excess weight for life. You'll learn the counterintuitive reason why all your attempts to restrict food over the years has actually led to weight gain and the mental switch you need to flick that'll have you dropping pounds without sacrificing wine, carbs, or the food you love. Get all the details at bodyyoucrave.com.